Привет всем! С вами RussianPod101.com Intermediate Season 1, Lesson 1 The Curious Case of the Russian Bank Я Юра. А я Света. Здравствуйте. In this series, we will cover 25 different topics and teach you plenty of useful vocabulary. While keeping you interested and entertained. In this lesson, you'll learn about noun cases while studying bank procedures in Russia and bank vocabulary. This conversation takes place in the bank. The conversation is between a bank clerk and a foreign tourist. The speakers are strangers. Therefore, the speakers will be speaking relatively formal Russian. Let's listen to the conversation. Здравствуйте. Я бы хотел открыть счет в вашем банке. Что мне, как иностранцу, для этого нужно? Вы работаете в России или вы студент? Я турист. Тогда мне нужен ваш заграничный паспорт. Регистрация по месту пребывания в России и месту жительства за рубежом. Хорошо. А на такой максимальный кредит я могу рассчитывать? Как туристу наш банк может предоставить вам только дебетовую карту с минимальным депозитом в 1000 рублей. А, понятно. Тогда не надо. Окей, let's listen to the conversation one more time slowly. Давайте еще раз послушаем диалог в медленном темпе. Здравствуйте. Я бы хотел открыть счет в вашем банке. Что мне, как иностранцу, для этого нужно? Вы работаете в России или вы студент? Я турист. Тогда мне нужен ваш заграничный паспорт. Регистрация по месту пребывания в России и месту жительства за рубежом. Хорошо. А на какой максимальный кредит я могу рассчитывать? Как туристу наш банк может предоставить вам только дебетовую карту с минимальным депозитом тысячу рублей. Понятно. Тогда не надо. Let's listen to the conversation with English translation. Давайте послушаем диалог с английским переводом. Здравствуйте. Я бы хотел открыть счет в вашем банке. Что мне как иностранцу для этого нужно? Hello. I would like to open an account at your bank. What I, as a foreigner, need to do this? Вы работаете в России или вы студент? Do you work in Russia or are you a student? Я турист. I'm a tourist. Тогда мне нужен ваш заграничный паспорт, регистрация по месту пребывания в России и место жительства за рубежом. Then I need your international passport, residence registration in Russia and abroad. Хорошо. А на какой минимальный кредит я могу рассчитывать? Окей. Okay. And what is the maximum loan I can count on? Как туристу, наш банк может предоставить вам только дебетовую карту с минимальным депозитом в 1000 рублей. As a tourist, our bank can provide you only with a debit card with a minimum deposit of 1000 rubles. Понятно. Тогда не надо. I see. 
then I don't need it. Ha, <laughs> so Artoris is not getting any loan in Russia. And without it, he doesn't seem to need a bank account. By the way, is it easy for a foreigner to open an account in a Russian bank? Well, it depends. If you work or study here, this shouldn't be a problem. Although, most banks will ask you for proof of employment or some evidence that you're a student, plus a bunch of IDs. But there's no way I can get a credit card, right? No, why? If you can bring the evidence of income, you can totally get it. If you're a tourist, then no, of course. But why would a tourist open a bank account overseas anyway? It's actually not a bad idea to have one if you are going to Russia for more than a month, for example. You won't have to worry about the exchange rate cost. You can withdraw money from ATMs and not pay any fee. It saves you quite a bit. I see. Well, sounds like it's worth doing then. Just do some research on the banks and pick a good, reputable one. Different banks have different requirements for opening an account, too. Right. Okay. Let's do some vocab study now. Let's take a look at the vocabulary for this lesson. The first we have is... Shoot. Bill. Check. Account. Shoot. Shoot. Okay, and the next word is... Zagranichny. Foreign. Overseas. Zagranichny. Zagranichny. And the next is... Prebuvanie. Stay. Temporary residence. Prebuvanie. Prebuvanie. Место жительства. Place of residence. Место жительства. Место жительства. And the next is... За рубежом. Abroad. Overseas. За рубежом. За рубежом. Okay, and the next word is... Рассчитывать. To count on. To expect. Рассчитывать. Рассчитывать. And the next word? Предоставить. To provide. Grant. Give. Предоставить. Предоставить. And the next word is? Дебетовая карта. Debit card. Дебетовая карта. Дебетовая карта. And what's next? Минимальный. Minimum. Minimalny. Minimalny. Okay, let's have a closer look at the usage for some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first word we will take a look at is short, which means an account. The most common collocation with this word would be открыть short to open an account and закрыть short to close an account. Also, these are the most common two types of accounts. Сберегательный счет, savings account, and расчетный счет, checking or transactional account. The next important word will be заграничный. Literally, it means the one from abroad, but it's translated as an international when it comes to passport. So, once again, заграничный паспорт. 
Next, we have two words every foreigner in Russia should know. Прибывание – stay, and жительство – residency. Both of those words are pretty formal. You wouldn't say, я прибываю в России, just as you say in English, I stay in Russia. You will mostly see these words in documentation and definitely when you deal with registration and status adjustment in Russia. Right. But most often, they're used in the phrases место пребывания, place of temporary stay, and место жительства, place of residence. In the dialogue, however, we heard these phrases in more complicated interpretations. Yes, we did. We use them with the word registration. And I would say it's better just to remember them as they are, because neither the grammar nor the words are really used in any other situations. So, let's just repeat and remember them as they are. Регистрация по месту пребывания. Temporary registration. And регистрация. Literally, it means registration at the place of temporary stay. And регистрация по месту жительства. Permanent registration. Literally, registration at the place of residency. The next word is зарубежом. Literally, it means behind the border and can be translated just as abroad or overseas. It's pretty much the same as за границей. Then we have the word рассчитывать. Рассчитывать means to count on. And just as in English, it's used with the preposition на, on. For example, рассчитывать на помощь. To count on help. Note that the noun that goes after the phrase рассчитывать на must be used in the accusative case. The next word, предоставить, which means to provide, to give, must also be used with the nouns in the accusative case. For example, предоставить возможность, to give, to grant an opportunity, and предоставить информацию, to provide information. Next, we have a pretty simple phrase, дебетовая карта. It's not hard to guess that it means a debit card, just adjusted to Russian grammar. Both words are feminine, дебетовая карта. The same works for a credit card. Take this English phrase and apply feminine gender to it, кредитная карта. And the last words we have are минимальный and депозит. Минимальный is an adjective and means minimum. We can see the word in many collocations. Минимальный срок. Minimum period of time. Минимальная заработная плата. Minimum salary. And минимальный депозит. Minimum deposit. Unlike in English, the word deposit can be used as a verb. To say to deposit, you would say положить на депозит, which would literally mean to put on deposit. For this lesson's grammar parts, we'll take a phrase from our lesson and it will be our tool in reviewing the most essential part of Russian grammar, the noun cases. We'll run it through all those cases, which will also show you how by changing just one letter in ending of nouns, we can change the whole meaning of the phrase. The phrase we're going to use is kak inostrantsu, as to a foreigner. Actually, there's another phrase like this in the dialogue. Как туристу, as to a tourist. So we have a grammar pattern here. We'll only take как иностранцу for our work this lesson. But as you can guess, all the rules and changes will apply to one phrase will be valid for another as well. Right. 
So as you know, the word that undergoes the case changes as a noun. And we have one in the phrase, so let's play with it. Okay. But the word in astranets is masculine. And for more complete review, we should take its feminine equivalent too. What's a female foreigner in Russian? Inostranka. So let's start. The word in the lesson is inostransu, where the word foreigner is used in a dative case. Inostransu. What do we need to get its nominative form? So the whole phrase in the nominative would be kak inostranets, or kak inostranka for feminine. Она одета как иностранка. Perfect example. She's dressed like a foreigner. Must be pretty different. Next, can we have this phrase in the genitive case? Sure. We'll just have to modify the endings of the nouns and we'll get как иностранца and как иностранки. Genitive indicates possession. So you can use it to say у иностранца есть. A foreigner has but it's also used to make negative forms. For example, здесь нет иностранца or иностранки. There is no foreigner here. And using it with the word как, we can get the following example. Ее как иностранки нет на митинге. She as a foreigner is not present at this meeting. Next, we have an accusative case, which is used when some action is done on the object or a person. For example, I dropped my wallet. Where the action was done to a wallet, it was dropped. So the word wallet must be used in accusative case. In our case, something was done to the foreigner. Его как иностранца определили в другое общежитие. He, as a foreigner, was placed into another dorm. And иностранка becomes иностранку in the accusative case. Next. The instrumental case, which indicates by whom or by what the action is done. In our case, by the foreigner. Иностранцем, иностранкой. For example, им, как иностранцем, пользовались в качестве переводчика. Because he's a foreigner, he was used as a translator. And the last case, prepositional. is called so because it's used with the three main prepositions. О, about, на. On, and v, in. Our nouns in the prepositional word become inastranse and inastranki. Can you give us an example? Sure. Anyom kak abinastranse noga gavarili. As a foreigner, he was talked about a lot. Of course, we didn't have to add this word kak to demonstrate all the modifications the word foreigner undergoes. But this shows how different the whole phrase can sound when a noun is put into the different case. Let's go through all six cases once again. Just read the phrases out loud so we can remember the endings of the nouns in all those cases. Okay. Как иностранец, как иностранка. As a foreigner, nominative case. Как иностранца, как иностранки. As a foreigner, genitive case. Как иностранцу. Как иностранки. As to a foreigner, dative case. Как иностранца. Как иностранку. As a foreigner, accusative case. Как иностранцам. Как иностранкой. As by a foreigner, instrumental case. Как о иностранце. Как 
на иностранце, как о иностранке, как на иностранке. As about on a foreigner, prepositional case. Great. We hope you review the declensions a little. By that, I mean different endings in different cases. We will really need it in our future lessons. Unfortunately, there is nowhere we can hide from these grammar patterns. We just have to drill them over and over again. Don't lose the fun of it. As soon as you remember the patterns, you'll start speaking like a native. Like our podcast? Then like our Facebook page too. Get lesson updates, our Russian word of the day, and news on Facebook. Just search for RussianPod101.com and like our fan page. And if you like a lesson or series on RussianPod101.com, let us know by clicking the like button next to the lesson or series. See you next time. До свидания, до встречи. Здравствуйте. Я бы хотел открыть счет в вашем банке. Что мне, как иностранцу, для этого нужно? Вы работаете в России или вы студент? Я турист. Тогда мне нужен ваш заграничный паспорт. Регистрация по месту пребывания в России и месту жительства за рубежом. Хорошо. А на такой максимальный кредит я могу рассчитывать? Как туристу наш банк может предоставить вам только дебетовую карту с минимальным депозитом в 1000 рублей. А, понятно. Тогда не надо.